0: Lost my job at Nike because I just couldn't do it anymore. Oh. Oh. So, like that? Not at all. What does a scientist plant in their garden? What? A chemistry.
1: Oh, there it is. That one was better. Yeah. I prefer that one. Less, okay. corporate, less corporate sloganeering.
0: Cool. Welcome to a Night Shift Football Podcast, Red Edition. Uh No pod this week, sadly, because we're all busy, 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 but we did find some time to get together to chat about a big away trip for Adelaide United to Melbourne Victory. Uh, I've got Tommy with me. Still no sign of Cooper. He's off gallivanting around, whatever. He, I don't know.
1: What's he doing? He's in the garden tonight, for sure. He's in the garden? Yeah. His, st- nah, his show was so well-supported that he's had to kick on another week. Yeah. That's...
0: The unearthly delights of Cooper, something like that. That's what I assume his fringe show is called. We didn't ask him. All right, uh, if could you please, if you will, paint us a bit of a, a bit of a picture of how this game went down, how uh,
1: how it all unfolded on the weekend. Uh, well, initially, we struggled to get in to see this game. It's another, you know, it was another large weekend. Yeah. Course some local football. Yeah. But I think primarily ended up abusing like some poor offshore, outsourced support chat worker uh, affiliated with Paramount, because there was a couple of times this weekend I tried to watch some A League and nah, no dice, no go. It happens very regularly, regularly, like regularly so often that they just they have like a ready-made response online on socials or even in the chat. They're just yep. like, we are so sorry for this. Have you tried turning it on and off again?
0: <laughs> like just how this
1: works. Have you provided
0: uh have you tried providing us with a, a working a working stream? A well, working just a product?
1: Ser- just a service that makes sense, like we were talking about before. Co- co- you know, put all of your uh media products in the same place. Why why are we on three why are we on keep up and YouTube and the Paramount Plus app trying to find extended highlights of Adelaide United? Yeah, it's tough. Um So the picture we've
0: painted of the Adelaide game is that you can't, there is no picture.
1: There's no picture. Because, because you're Paramount looking at can't a, get one on. You're looking at a fucking loading screen that's asking me, yeah. uh, do you know if, um or did you know this video isn't available in your country?
0: Oh, that's, that's the weird. baffling one. I, I've gotten that a bunch of times. And then I've restarted the app
1: and it's come up again and again. It's, yeah. And that's their number one response to it. It's bold of them to assume anyone outside of Australia is watching this. Yep. And then
0: the next time it comes up and they don't have a casting icon.
1: So you restart it it again.
0: So you restart it again and then you cast it. And on my TV, there's a big Paramount thing on the TV. But when I press play, it starts playing on my phone. Well, there's a Paramount logo on my TV. Like, I just,
1: how hard can it be? (laughs) It seems like you serve as one product, and this is what you should be doing. Is this what the space race was like? How long?
0: Like all the times
1: that the the the, the rockets didn't make it out of the atmosphere.
0: Yeah is that is that what this is like? But with streaming services,
1: you know. I can't. Yeah, the space race is a good one. It it's like. <laughs> It's like if you if Stratco couldn't build sheds, and you're like, but that's what you told me that you did. <laughs> yeah. If no, I went I to know, Bunnings
0: and they couldn't beat it by ten percent, and they beat it by five percent. No, you know, if I
1: went to Bunnings and couldn't get one with, I just I... wanted
0: to. Uh, I just wanted to bring up Bunnings because you said Stratco and I didn't know what else to say. Let's talk <laughs> about this football game. Adelaide's yeah, so... not had a chance to go uh, like outright second, and instead we're. Like we're fourth on goal difference behind West yeah. Sydney and Central Coast, who we're probably not catching on goal difference, so we'll have to be
1: on points. Yeah, excellent. That's that really fills me with confidence. What what are we playing for? We playing for top or is that done? I think we want second, don't we? Yeah, I suppose, but I don't know. It just it all kind of seems meaningless now.
0: No, it's, uh, if you can get into that second spot and you don't play Melbourne City till the GF. You know, mm, in a one-off not, game against Melbourne City, you're more likely than a than we two, could do it games, as well.
1: Two legs, we could do know. it. We're more likely than most. Yeah, but I don't even think second gets you automatic into the Champions League either. I think no, I don't think so either. It's kind of like what's the point? Second or sixth? What does it matter? Uh, outside of what you just said about City, um, I yeah, I where I don't know. I don't know. I had such high hopes this season and we just we seem so close. We're so close. Yeah. And it's not like City are invincible. And I just this is gonna go down as another one of those games over the last two months where we've gotten a point where if we got three and if you do that three times, we're like equal with City.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, we've done that most weeks on here where we're like, if only we
1: just won every game. You know. But don't you think that we could have? I get the impression there are certainly through the we'll go through the game, but I think overall we had the better of it. I think victory, once I could finally fucking get into the Paramount app and see the game, missed the first 10 minutes. Victory looked to have the better of the opening stanza, but I think over the course of the game, I feel like we could have won this again.
0: Yeah, we probably created the clearer chances maybe, or or we managed to get more on target. Yeah, think, that was it. There
1: wasn't heaps of clear-cut yeah, chances in this.
0: Um, kiddo was pretty... Not kiddo. Who's our keeper? Fuck me. I'm struggling. Joe Gauthier. <laughs> Gauthier, big again with some important moments. Um, it's just another one for you in a long line of forgetting who the goalkeeper is. God, I'm having an absolute mare tonight. Don't even start. This is proper night shift stuff. We are. This is. We are out of our depth right now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we were from episode one. We don't have the steady hand of Cooper guiding us through. That's what I know. Does. We got.
0: We got too relaxed. Cooper came along and we relaxed. Because we're like, Cooper will save it. It's fine. And now Koople we do thirty-three
1: percent of the work.
0: Rambling on, shitting ourselves, trying to talk about this game. Um, but I don't know. We, Ethan Alligates popped into the lineup again, which is good to see. Yeah, good um, to see. That's
1: the midfield. That that's the midfield that I like. Yeah, I like it. Alligates, Dorigo, Izzy do that more.
0: Yeah. Um. Some other force changes saw Goodwin move to left back, where he's obviously
1: not not at his most potent. I don't um, care. I love to see it so much. Do you? This is where, I've, this is my new thing now. That's Halloran at right back, Goodwin at left back. Halloran at right though. No, true, but I'd prefer it if he did. That That'd be really cool. you? you, you saw yeah, it definitely. once. And I loved it. I thought it was great. I thought it was great. That MacArthur game, the, where we won with 10 men, might go down as my favorite result of the season, I think. Okay. Depending on what happens. But, yeah, I really liked him at right back. But to have uh, Allegage back in midfield, it's uh, it's good in one sense, but in the other, it pushes cloth wide, and he becomes ineffectual. And he's barely effectual as it is as a ten. <laughs> he's so, been good the last three weeks. Yeah, like, he's, he's been right.
0: a, Yeah, he, he had he's had two good games and one mm. game. Mm-hmm. It was like this, okay. is
1: another, this is another one of these games. He didn't really do much.
0: Yeah, uh, which he's had. Plenty of, so he's got him in the bank. Um,
1: you just do you think you know, because we end up bringing AK on for him, who was also kind of meh? I, oh, what what do you do? Do you just persist with him?
0: I have to say, every time I've seen AK, I've been a little uh like,
1: oh, he gives me big to vibes,
0: yeah, except like double the height.
1: Mm, so maybe which we'll is, get double the fee when we which sell is him. Weird to see on the wing, you know. Guy like that, but what, well, yeah, uh, yeah, look, I'm not going to slate him, but there's there's some glaring, you know, facets of a footballer that he doesn't seem to show when he plays.
0: Should we just jump straight into the um, the controversy of the game because it's, it's not, not even just... controversy, dude? <laughs> uh well, you know, apparently some people did think it was a pen, mainly being Chris Beeth and whoever the fuck mm. was in VAR, but even before that. Look you're looking through back on this game and we've had what? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten yellows. Another game riddled with cards. It with is a rivalry. Our, our card happy referees though. Um, and then we have a nothing incident on a corner where there is no error at all, but VAR says, ah, come have a look at this, Chris. And Chris goes and has a look, and then he with his stupid smug head, he runs back out
1: there and gives a penalty. What's
0: happening? What's happening
1: in this he j- league? He just he loves to do it as well because I think he obviously saw the clip of Viet uh, like outwardly questioning how he's a referee in this league while he's refereeing an Adelaide How game. is he? How is, he, is he a referee in this now. league? It's just spite. Um there's a real we could go we could go deep in this because there's a real dearth of refereeing talent. We won't. But I honestly think that there just is not that many. I mean, what makes a world class ref? What 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 do you want? You just want consistency, or you just want them to follow the rule book? Because I feel like that's what they're doing.
0: (laughs) I just want a referee to not make stuff up. And they've made something up here. There's no foul in this incident. There's no. They're both making runs towards where the ball is going to be. They come together. I don't know how you can possibly say it's one way or another. And I'm I'm furious every time I see it. I'm sickened by it.
1: They make they both make the the same motion into the same area, which is what you picked up on, and that you know to me immediately says how could you say that one person was you know obstructing another one? Like yeah. Popovich is doing what every defender does in the box and every corner. Yeah, if you're not if you're not actively going to leap for the ball, you are going to try and block your direct man from engaging in the contest or get you know even get in front of him. And Simon Hill made the point that there was a tangle of legs, but it's like, who cares, man? There's tangles of legs all the time, and they're not free kicks. It's football. There's players will come together, legs will touch,
0: arms will touch, bodies will collide. Uh, Not everything needs to be a foul. And especially when, like, again, I feel like we harp on about this, but the whole clear and obvious error thing was obviously just a straight up lie.
1: Definitely, yeah. There's no because what's the barometer for clear and obvious? That's we never ended up distinguishing what that was. Like so that incident, it could on be the anything.
0: Are you telling me that was anything? Like, how clear is that? How much of an obvious error is it?
1: I barely say it is an error. It can't. It can't be like Beef and, and you know maybe he doesn't see it, but what is there to see? But for someone to be up in, you know, watching a replay of that and thinking, oh, yeah, there's a foul in that. Let's let's bring him across and, you know, make him change the entire trajectory of a nil-nil game on that. Like, you've got to take the context of the situation in as well. It's not, you know, it's not a gimme to a side that's 3 nil down or, yeah. you know, it's not a, a particularly spiteful game, despite the amount of cards that were in, uh, that were dished out. But, you know, it, it, it becomes unexplainable in a way. Like that's what I've tried to post: is it incompetence? Is it a fix? Or like, are we just we just don't give a fuck anymore?
0: Yeah, I'm just increasingly frustrated with the quality of. I think everyone is, and it's so annoying that this is like the main topic that we end up on most weeks. Is oh, it is. Eh? Some of the refereeing, but it's like it's because it is that atrocious. You know, mm. um, like it, it's completely horrendous.
1: And it's so impactful of the game.
0: Yep. I've been to other games. I've been to like NPL games and stuff this season already where I haven't even noticed the referee in charge or anything because the game has just flowed well. It's been good. There's nothing really been to criticize. You know, obviously, there's always going to be some 50 50 ones that, you know, one team will complain about and the other team, you know, will want. So if you're not noticing the referee, that's great. But we're just every mm. week we're noticing it because it's so
1: horrendous. Well, this this flows into what I heard today. Um, is that there's been thirty-four red cards issued this season, uh, twenty-six of them straight reds. What that equates to is one in every three matches there's a red card. Yeah. And although this, you know, this penalty not a red card decision, but it's I think it it again exemplifies just the over the overreactiveness of the referees. Yep. And their intention to get involved at every minuscule decision. When yeah. you you compare it to the Prem, there's been um, one red card in every 12 games, it's which amazing. is maybe that's maybe too few. But at the same time, you think, well, <laughs> this is the best league in the world, TM. Uh, how, what, why, what are we doing? Why are we so this? Is, it's just the Australian psyche, isn't it? We love rules and we love punishment. They're
0: card happy. And penalty happy. Um, obviously, if they're there, you got to give them. And sometimes you might get a case where there's more in one mm. season or more per game. Like there's trends that do occur, but I think it is blatantly down
1: to refereeing in the elite mm. a- a- league at the moment. Serie A Liga. We um. Serie a Liga. I mean, we have a lot of stupid footballers in this league as well. I don't know. Did you see the, the noon? Did you see the noon red card on the weekend? I did not. Adelaide that, was all I saw. That yeah, that was in the Macarthur game. That um, that that's a blatant red card. It's just like a straight slide tackle from behind, and he he scrapes his studs down the back of the guy's uh, Achilles. So, and there's been a few Fair of enough. them this season. Yeah, like there's a there was the uh, Isaias one, and you know the, sometimes players make mistakes and they're going to get sent off. There was the yeah. uh, the Sarse one in the Wellington game, the first yeah. home game at least Night this season, but. Uh, I thought Jack Rodwell made a really good point about this. He was speaking uh, in the wake of all the red cards and stuff. And he said, just, like sometimes you just have to let players make mistakes and that can be in accordance with fouls. Yeah. I don't mind that. I don't mind that.
0: Yeah. Um. On the, my final thing on this penalty incident, only because you brought up the Premier League before, but we've got this <laughs> nothing collision between two players that are both looking at the ball and, you know, making the same movement while <laughs> in us in um in England, Saka's getting mowed down by Harry Sutar in the box, <laughs> all over his back, falls, brings him down, and there's nothing. There's nothing. You know? So yeah. They they're both wrong. They're both wrong decisions, but it's just it baffles me we can be so far behind on this when it's the same sport as we watch all over the world everywhere else.
1: Yeah. It's the same that's, game. That's- it's crazy. That's why it has to be cultural. Like the, the refereeing is, is so heavily influenced by your culture, I think.
0: Yeah. Um. Let's move it on. Let's talk about the absolute fucking thunderbolt from Nestor and Kunda. This kid is lighting it up. Uh. Whoa, what more can we say about Kunda at the moment?
1: I don't know. The, uh, the Adelaide United official Twitter account put out a tweet before that said, uh, Nestor greater than Garang. And I thought, oh, maybe, maybe not that much. Maybe we just need to wind it back in. <laughs> Let's see. Not... Look, I personally think he is, but I don't think we should be saying that out loud. Like let let the talent speak for itself. Yeah. He's yeah. had a he's had a crazy good month. Um he uh you know, maybe <laughs> I, I want him to start. I really want him to start, but maybe he won't be as effectual or Maybe yep. there's some, you know, there's some kind of equalization measure that says he's so good we can't start him. A little bit like then there's like, no, 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 they're too talented. It's like a handicap. He has to come <laughs> off the bench. His, his ability to pick that shot out. I mean, he had a good amount of time, but to pick a shot like that with the technique he displayed to get the kind of knuckleball action coming in. It's knuckleball time. And that's, yeah, that's, that's shit that you see in the top leagues in Europe. On the weekend. Mighty Ducks, love that quack, quack. It's I wonder if fucking... I wonder if Aaron see Mighty Ducks. Well, that is Mighty Ducks shit. That is the
0: way it dips under the bar like that. So good. <laughs> but yeah, I, I'm with you. I don't. I'm not sure he would be as impactful. I think all the times we have seen him come off the bench, he's had periods. Uh, what minute did he come on in this game? Uh, but most games he's come on in, he's even still had a patch where he looks fucked. <laughs> So he played, he came on the 61st in this one. So he played a full half an hour.
1: Yep. That's good. He did that as well against, um, uh, who'd we come from 2 0 down against to win? Western United came yeah. out like the 53rd minute or whatever. Yeah. It's, it's good. It's good time. It's good time. It's Aaron Kunda time. Aaron Kunda
0: time. Um, I, I definitely think his ceiling is massive though at the moment. Oh, you know, yeah. I hate, I hate the way we jump on young players here and talk about them being the next whatever, but mm. like, Yeah, he he does look seriously good, and he's already got a really handy tally of goals to his name.
1: He's not even an adult. Like, good goals as well. There was lots of talk about him not scoring tap ins. And I I like for me, it's his ability to deliver in the crunch moment. In the absolute, he's a proper clutch player. The free kick against Newcastle, the winner against the Mariners, the winner uh, the other week. Um, and then this, the equalizer in this massive rivalry game, a way to victory. Like it's a great, yeah, it's a great resume that he's building. I don't, does he go at the end of this season or do we get one more from him? I hope we get one more. Would you prefer to see him go? Do you think it'd be better for him?
0: Uh, not if it's to another A-League club,
1: which no, I'm hearing you know. could happen. What? So. Shut up. This is the first I'm hearing of this.
0: Well. I know there's a few sniffing around.
1: Well, Of course there would be, but...
0: And you hell, can guess who this... one of them would be. Oh, I know. Oh, I know. A certain group. Yeah. With, with clubs all over the world. Yeah.
1: The oily um, rag.
0: But hopefully, <laughs> yeah, I'd love to see him just stick around here until he's good enough that we can get a great transfer feed for him or something. <laughs> Obviously, I do want him. I want him to end up overseas. I want to watch him for as long as we can here, but... Ultimately, yeah. our goal here is to bring through players. They get good. We ship them off to Europe or something so they can have a crack. You know, we're not we're not designed. This league isn't designed for us to keep players that we bring in who are who are great. We want them to push on. And if it doesn't That's work it. out to come back,
1: come back That's and it. play in the league. Exactly. Like you Craig Goodwins or, you know, anyone that wants to spend 10 years overseas and then come back to Adelaide at 30. I like it. Yeah. Good thing for us with, with Nestory is he... Can't uh really sign anywhere till he is eighteen. Yeah. Uh, so we unless he does go to another A club, that would be fucking rotten. Oh, that would that be That would bad. be
0: rotten and I'd boo the shit out of him.
1: <laughs> he just needs he just needs to look at what Cassini is doing at the moment or, or the Bruce basket DeMau's case. Korea. The basket case of a club that our Hassan Torres found him at. Yeah. That too. Him at. It's they're, a bad move. Just stay in Adelaide, lads. They're a proper amateur club. Um, oh, I think I've got so, I've got something at the end of the pod for
0: Macarthur. No worries. Um, I think I'm not going to do it again. I did it last week, didn't I? The Bruce Kamau thing. We teed off pretty what exactly hard. exactly about Was that it? last week or the week before? I don't know. I just feel like we let loose on Bruce Kamau a bit, and we were really harsh. But potentially, yeah, I think so. Yeah, because remember, fuck everyone is not us.
1: That's it. And don't Let's think that you can just come back to the a-league and not play for us yeah it's not not in your contract
0: he already jumped a-league clubs anyway before leaving overseas anyway so um that was a bit of
1: situation he did he signed that contract a long way before he knew we were going to be double winners i think
0: i'm dirty about it still Mm. uh yeah so we get the goal um a fella called luke duzel gets
1: uh his debut minutes for adelaide good do Good, love to see. No, nah, not at all. I, uh, he played for Western United, I think. Uh, is he from South Australia? I don't even know. Not even sure anymore. Like, I don't know. We, we needed, we needed bodies in the midfield. We did um, for a little bit of depth. And when the Oli Ruse spring to action, we're going to be in trouble. Um, oh no, we already are. They're already gone. So there you go. yeah, I don't mind it. I don't mind it. I saw another. You know, the other central midfielder that we signed. Uh, when we signed Duzel, uh, Jay Barnett, he's the one from Adelaide, I think. He, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. the one with the Duzel was coached in Dan. Melbourne. Okay, there you go. Well, I don't know why we brought him over. Jesus, shouldn't have left him anyway. <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought he was okay. He was, he looked capable. Now I saw Jay play um for the United MPL uh, side on Saturday, and he looks like he he stood out in that team. He was head and shoulders above the rest of them. He looked okay. like he he had played professional football. Um, he was really good. He played in kind of the the uh, the DM role, but he played like as a singular DM. Yeah, he was excellent at picking the ball up in between the the space between the defenders and the midfielders, linking up with the centre backs, distributing the ball left and right. It was really good, and I'd like to see him get a gig. I think. Cool. All right. Um, how if we will wrap up this
0: Melbourne victory game? How do we feel about coming away with a one all? Uh, I think we did mention it at the start, but um, ladder-wise with Melbourne City coming up
1: this week. I'm dirty about it. I feel three yeah. points would have been so good. Just uh, a, and just a sit, clear second as well, because I feel like we deserve it. I'm dirty that
0: we pumped them at home the first time Yeah, and then hadn't the beaten expectation. It was a great chance to get nine points against them this season. And we've it come was. away, with, we don't we've do come away with five. I guess it's not the worst, but it's, at least two wins there would have been good.
1: Yeah, it would have been good, definitely. I feel like the um the home game where we fumed in the post the post match on the uh, at the match. Yeah, that one I felt like we definitely should have won. This one, yep. a little bit less. I think they're finding their feet a little bit more. Yeah, they are still dead bottom. So that's true because Brisbane won, so it <laughs> puts it back down there. Uh, you know it could have been different. I mean, if Wallens Weldy goes in, you're we're talking about a different game. We'd probably yeah. go on and win two 0 Aaron Conda still comes on and bashes one in. Uh, Melbourne uh, City this week. What do you think? Keen. Keen, I love it. I love yeah. when we play City at home. They're so vulnerable against us at home. And now that I've said this, we're going to get tanked. Definitely. Ah, at least
0: 3-0. I'm not bothered. I'm... <laughs> it's, it's Melbourne City. I mean, if they roll us, they roll us. Um, mm. Friday Night Footy is my favorite. It's back. I love, oh, my I don't God. Know about so many you, Sunday games. Yeah. Well, I missed the last Sunday one. So you and I haven't been to High Highmarsh in like a month now. Because we missed it's that. It's been gross. We missed the West Sydney game with eight goals in it. Yeah, um, classic. So us. Struggle to get to the Sunday ones from this time of year on with uh, local football. But yeah, we're back Friday night. Maybe, I don't know. I don't know. I'd,
1: um, I'd be backing us in. I'd be backing us in. You're going to back us in. They conceded two to Sydney and we scored three at their place uh, just a few weeks ago. This, this, I don't know. There's something about... The way I think Viet knows how to do it, they don't look as uh comfortable under Rado as they did yeah. under Paddy Kids the, the, Yeah, They're there to be beat, they've got individual talent. I mean, Tilio is probably better than 10 out of the 11 of our players, and you could say that about a few of them. But you know, outside of their attacking threat, defensively, we look a little bit more sound. Hopefully, Wall and Popovich play together, keep a, the same center back partnership going forward, and you know, Kiddo comes back into the side. I think we can do it. It'd be a high-scoring game, but I'm I'm confident.
0: I'm going to go back to the goal trend, and uh, I'm going to predict a
1: three-two Melbourne City. E, definitely over three point five goals though. That's, over over that's three point five. Yeah, that's what we're saying. Huge.
0: All right. Uh, do you have anything else you want to cover? You went and checked out the MPL side. Well, the I MPL did. Resies. The
1: MPL res. No, no. I ended up sticking around and watching the propers. Oh yeah. The MPL Resies was a sick game. They went down three-two. But um, that was really fun to watch. They were proper babies playing babies. Yeah, this was a little bit more of a contest. Uh look, I hope, I really hope we don't have any comments, listeners. Um, because comments fucking suck. They were terrible. They yeah, like yeah. Adelaide United totally bossed them in that first half. Um, and then I think cleverly what happened is they made a double change at halftime. They changed comments changed from like a five three two into a four two four. And it, to- it totally caught the Adelaide United guys uh, unawares. And they scored within five minutes of the resumption. And yeah, they pretty much controlled it from there, the Comets. But first half, Adelaide United hit the post, hit the bar. Musa Torre was a handful, had a couple of good chances denied. Um, and you just wonder if Ivanovic, Ivanovic was in that team and Johnny Yule, uh, I have a good feeling Adelaide would have been going into the break up and may have held it out. Very good. Good start. It's a good game. It's yeah. Fun to watch.
0: Um, I think, yeah, I've seen um plenty of comments games where they don't look incredibly good, but they're always right up there in the table. They just mm. seem they have individuals that can really turn it on and they bring a lot of class when games get laid on and they need a result. So,
1: yeah, maybe there must have been a few players out because I could maybe see one player in that team that kind of exuded any kind of nah, they're or good. Class. I'm
0: gonna, you've yeah, no, nah, they're good.
1: Okay.
0: Don't worry. All Comments right. are good. I'll,
1: I'll take your word for
0: it. <laughs> take my word there. They are good. Um, do, you, do you want to talk about any other NPL, if you don't mind? You got yeah, go for it. Or, you've, yeah, so, you've,
1: you've seen some stuff, haven't you? Well,
0: I've been getting out, trying to see some more games. I love it when they're spread out as well. So you get a few Monday night ones, especially if they're local. Um, what did I see Last week, went out in round one, watched Baragrad and Modbury. Modbury back up mm-hmm. in the MPL for the first time in a few seasons. Um, Cracker two all draw. Some some names getting around still, like Mickey Doyle, who was an Adelaide United youth team captain. We remember when we were younger, we used to go watch Adelaide United when they had the the youth league. Would be on as like a double header before the men, like before the A League game. That was great. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, that was great fun. Yeah, there were some That's good like names that in that team. Yeah, Joel Allwright. Uh, Joel Allwright. Alex Sanaski.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, that was a cracker. And then this week, this weekend, just gone round two, went and saw a uh, State League One game play for Adelaide victory. And there was a Sean Harvey involved who Mm -hmm. used to be on the books at Adelaide, I believe. Okay. Yeah. I remember him in a football manager being in Adelaide's books. So So, (laughs) we'll we'll roll with it.
1: That's what it comes down to.
0: if, If he's listening, congrats. Congrats on the Adelaide career you did or did not have. I'm
1: not sure. Shout out for being on FM. That is my career goal.
0: (laughs) But yeah, cracking game there. That was a a two-wall draw with a a red card, and the team with 10 men victory scored both their goals after their red card. And then, oh my God, Playford all over (laughs) them. And the fans were just banging for the final whistle to hold on. But a 97th-minute equalizer got the result. And then Monday night, I went and watched Monday just gone, Campbelltown. At Modbury, Campbelltown, always good to watch. They're pretty classy, you know. They've got mm-hmm. Alex Mullen in there. They've got yeah. Daniel Mullen, people remember from Adelaide. Um, Mark Marino up front, he played, of course, with Adelaide United and Melbourne City, And who Melbourne, I, thought yeah. was, I thought was much older than he is. He's only 26 still. And, yeah, there um, you go. He scored an he... absolute banger.
1: Oh, did he? Oh, I saw this, actually. Yeah, I saw the highlights of this. That was a great goal, man. Yeah. He just... The
0: the Modbury coach, we were near the Modbury dugout, coach absolutely lost it. You can't give him that much time. But you know oh, get lost. a guy like that it's is invention. they find strikers will find space to get that half a yard, all they need to take their touch and hit. And that's what he yeah, did. Excellent it. goal. Um but yeah, Joel Allwright was out there still for Campbelltown, some other ex Adelaide players. All right, so good times. And it was good yep. football. And I encourage everyone to get out and watch some MPL because it's it's good.
1: Most definitely. Most definitely. Uh, and just a lot, remember, I made the mistake on the weekend. Uh, Comets play at Service FM. Olympic play at the one next to the dog track.
0: Yes. Uh, yeah. A, at
1: the parks. Yeah. At the parks. I and mean, I misdirected. Uh, okay. <laughs> dad, who I went with. Oh, did you? <laughs> and we got there and I was like, yeah, it's next to the dog track. Don't worry about it. I know exactly where it is. <laughs> and we just, we rocked up at like 2.45 to watch the race. He's like, hang on. There's no one fucking in. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, interesting times. So get out to see some MPL. Um, I'll be out there this week. I don't know if you're planning on getting to any games. I'm going to be trying to get on Saturday to, it'll be Comets again. Uh, Comets playing Beograd this Saturday at Service FM. So I'll probably go check that
1: out. I don't know what you've got on the cards, but maybe not another weekend of watching (laughs) Comets. Not Comets. I'm excited to actually now to see you, to hear from you after you watch them and, and let me know what you think.
0: Yeah, well, it was interesting because last time I watched Comet's play was, uh, well, not the last time I watched them play, but last time I watched them play, White City, White City were by far the better team, mm-hmm. and Comets looked ordinary. But then Comets still won because they're just, yeah. okay, they were good enough.
1: They've got the resilience, bro. All right, two more quick things before we get out of here. This just is going way longer than I thought. Um, the, the all the pride shirts are being auctioned off on the website at the moment. Um, oh, happy Pride weekend, by the way. I can't believe I didn't wish you that. Happy, happy Pride yeah. weekend. I, I quite enjoyed the uh, the rainbow smoke, and I like the kids. I thought they looked yeah. cool. It's probably not if we if we had a white shirt, it would have looked way better. It kind probably. of probably, yeah, fades out in the red. But yeah, Erin uh, Kunda's shirt at the moment is at two thousand dollars on the auction. Yeah, wild. <laughs> Which I think is fucking nuts. And Craig Goodwin's is at three hundred and sixty bucks. World so Cup scorer. Yeah, the captain, like the yeah. man. So, Iren Kunda is definitely garnering money already. Yep. You can see his value skyrocketing. The other thing I wanted to pick up on was MacArthur, who got absolutely <laughs> fucked. They're, they're just, you know, conceded within three minutes, a man sent off after six minutes, they were screwed, and it gave West Sydney a very nice win, which is not great for Adelaide. But I think what was hilarious was in the wake of the uh, the defeat, you know, the Bulls fans, what there are of them, a thousand maybe, go online and they start, you know, feverishly tweeting and commenting and slagging people off and stuff like that. But if you, <laughs> if you think your club's bad, your club can't be as bad as the wife of the chairman replying to people and telling them, why don't you leave if you can't support the club then? <laughs> Capital F, fuck off. How good. How good? Uh, They are a pub team after all, aren't they?
0: They're an absolute pub team. Dwight York was right when he called them out. Like, ridiculous. If you had to get rid of one,
1: Western United or MacArthur, which is the first to go?
0: Uh, It's Western United.
1: Oh, but their women's team's
0: pretty good. Nah, I don't care.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: They're not West, they're East. And they're just, they're. I'm not doing it again. You're baiting me. You're baiting me into another Western United man. Sorry. I just but wanted to know. To be honest, which like, one? I would happily just flip a coin and whoever it is goes. <laughs> that would okay. be such a great way to decide it. <laughs> we should. We should just toss a coin to see heads, MacArthur goes, tails, Western United goes. And yep. so whatever, whichever one it lands on, they go, and then we kick the other one out anyway. And then yeah. we go back to having just 10 teams. <laughs> we don't have West United or MacArthur done.
1: You go to walk uh, MacArthur back over to the group of the actual teams and then just pull the trap door out from beneath them. That now, like, nah, fuck you you yep. so, yeah. Get
0: lost. Yeah. We'll get the Looney tunes in to drop one of those giant weights on them.
1: That's what this has turned into. Yep. We've descended oh, like comedy. We've really descended comedy. here. We might yeah. wrap it up. Um,
0: Thanks for listening. If you're here, I know it's late this week, but um, no Europod either. We're we're blaming Cooper. You know, we're all busy and can't get around to it this week, but we'll blame Cooper anyway.
1: Well, of course, we're going to blame Cooper. And even when he gets back, we'll still blame him.
0: Yeah, he's in. What's that other one next to the garden? Uh, Oh, Gluttony. Gluttony. He's probably in Gluttony too, doing some other weird, deviant shit. That's
1: what he does post midnight. Definitely holds his hat out.
0: Bye. See ya.